Everyone loves to talk, but not everybody likes to listen. Hi guys, welcome back to What's On Your Mind. So today I actually wanted to talk about something a little different because I think, okay, (laughs) backtrack a little bit here. It's been, this last year has obviously been insane with the pandemic and everything and so many of us have been isolated and ostracized and in our own bubbles to say the least, which I know has taken a toll on a lot of people's mental health because we are social people, we're social beings and social interaction is something that humans feed off of. So I wanted to talk about today how to have a good conversation, a quality conversation. And before I go any further, I want to preface this by saying that nobody's perfect and everybody makes mistakes and we're all guilty of this, including me. We all do it, but it's just something to be aware of and work on now. I've noticed more and more as you get back out into the world and as you talk to more and more people and some of the same even that a lot of our social skills have kind of disappeared and honestly that's nobody's fault except the situations right there it's you can't blame it on anybody it's just now we have to learn how to adapt to it and change it and fix it and maybe rebuild some of our social skills because yeah I mean the pandemic is there really much more to say no but I wanted to back this up back this episode specifically up with some fact as well so you're going to be getting some statistics you're going to be getting some results from studies because I really did want to show you how how much the pandemic impacted people how much it impacted relationships how much it how much it impacted people's ability to communicate with one another and relate to each other and understand each other on another level um in a study by Dunn and Sandstrom, a group of students were asked to carry around counters and keep count of all social interactions over the course of the day. And it was found that having more social interactions led to greater levels of happiness and well-being. So I think, I don't think it's any secret that a simple smile, a simple hello makes somebody's day better, makes somebody's day happier. But I also know that it's no secret that having a quality conversation in which you can relate to somebody, in which you can understand somebody, also leads to greater levels of happiness and well-being. I know for a fact that there are certain people that when I talk to them, I know I'm just going to feel so much better. I know I'm just going to feel happy. And it's because of the good conversation we have like there's really no other way to put it because it's not talking about frivolous things it's not talking about oh how the weather is today it's about really getting to know you and who you are and your values and what you stand for etc etc you know your work whatever it may be I think getting down into the nitty-gritty of you And being able to relate to somebody on that level is what also creates a good conversation because people don't care about the little nuances of how something happened or sorry of when something happened of whatever people want to get to know you so that they can relate to you so that you can build a relationship right so 
I wanted to go over today a couple of things that make a conversation better. How, essentially, to have a good conversation. Okay, first and foremost, the one that I personally think is one of the most important because I think that people have forgotten this recently. Let me just give you a definition of the word that I'm going to be using, which is fubbing. The practice of ignoring one's companion or companions in order to pay attention to one's phone or other mobile device. Which leads me to my first point, which is don't be on your phone. Please, 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 please. Oh my goodness, I swear in the last year, you know, you talk to people on FaceTime, you talk to people wherever. And I think there is two extremes of people's behaviors and that I think there's people who are kind of just never on their phone when it comes to a conversation and are completely engaged and then there's the other side where people are always on their phone and always doing something else and not engaged in a conversation at all there will literally be times even in person where I'm talking to somebody and they're just so consumed with their phone that nothing that I'm saying is being processed and they're not listening and we'll be in the middle of a conversation and the phone will just get picked up and I'm like what is going on we can't have a conversation whether whether this is in person or via FaceTime or on the phone because in in a world that is becoming increasingly reliant on technology it's important to notice the fact that talking on the phone talking on the internet talking online isn't going to go away and I think we're going to have to start treating it like it is an in-person interaction. It's very hard and it never will will equate to that. But if we give the same attention and the same love and care for a FaceTime call that we do to seeing the person in real life, you may have a greater result of the conversation because you're simply more present. Um, A paper was published in the Journal of Applied Social Psychology and it found that people who were who just imagined that they were being fubbed while viewing a simulated conversation felt more negatively about the interaction than people who didn't picture the fubbing. Um, In another study published in Computers in human behavior in 2016 found that texting during a conversation made the talk less satisfying for the people having it compared to the people who interacted without phones and a 2012 study found that the mere presence of a cell phone during a conversation even if no one was using it was enough to make people feel less connected to each other which i think is really interesting because just the idea of a phone being present creates some sort of feeling inside us that makes us feel like we're not being listened to which you know leads to a whole bunch of other things but this kind of connects to my next point which is don't multitask be present in the conversation there are so many times now when people don't even look at you in the eye when you have a conversation. I think eye contact is so underrated. Everyone's looking left, right, up, down, center, but nobody can look you straight in the eye when having a conversation. And it's because a lot of times people aren't present. There's other things going on in their head, which is totally okay because when a, a person speaks, a person can only speak so many words per minute, but we can we can consume or we can take in and process 
more than what a person is saying. So we're naturally filling those extra words, that extra space in our head with our thoughts. But that's what creates the distraction and that's what creates the uh, wandering of the mind, right? And (laughs) if you're not present in a conversation, if you are multitasking, there's no way you're going to give your full effort to the one thing that you're talking about. Oftentimes I know people are like, oh, I'll do this while I'm talking to this person. I'll do this when I'm doing this. And I find that even when I when I want to have a good conversation with somebody on the phone, I'm sitting down at my computer having a good conversation. My phone is often not near me, especially even when I do my podcast interviews, my phone is not near me. I am not doing a thousand different things at once. Okay, maybe you're folding your laundry, but I can't read. I'm not journaling. I When I'm doing those things, I'm not talking to people because you just can't have a conversation. You will not be engaged. I refuse. If you can tell me, if you tell me that you multitask while having a conversation, I won't believe you. And not because I don't want to believe you, but truly because it's not possible. It's scientifically proven that humans aren't good multitaskers. And not only that, but also... (laughs) I've tried. I've done it. It's not possible. If there's something urgent I have to attend to, I set that aside and I go, okay, give me five minutes. I will be back. And I just put myself on mute. I do my thing and I come back because I know that I'm not going to be engaged in the conversation. I know that I'm not going to be able to understand and process what she's saying so that I can just understand it, not even with the intent of replying, which leads me to my next point. Listen to people. Oh my goodness. Oh, this is a big one and I didn't expect to bring this one out right away, but... Everyone loves to talk, but not everybody likes to listen. And there have been times now where we've gone out like as a group of us and we're just, we're sitting and we're talking during over lunch, over dinner, whatever it is. And I'll just feel like a fly on the wall sometimes absorbing the conversation, turning my head, trying to listen to what they have to say and not necessarily replying to everything that they say because Oftentimes, doing that, interrupting the conversation, gets rid of the flow and offends people. You know, you can't, you can, you, they have to, they have to finish their thought. They have to finish what they're saying. And you have to, too, of course, respect yourself. So if you're being interrupted, if you're being whatever, respect that for yourself. But also respect the other person enough to let them finish, to let them talk. And even while they're talking, there's going to be things that come into your head that you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I want to say this. We're talking about this. This is my opinion on this. And of course, add your opinion. But let them finish speaking. Listen to them. Listen to what they're saying. Try and understand what they're saying. And when you do respond, consider what they said last. Because there's so many times when we just zone out and we're thinking one thing and it's circling in our heads and we zone the other person out and then we respond we're just blurting out what we're thinking in our head with no regard to what the other person said but can you imagine how they would feel put yourself in that position listen with the intent to reply listen with the intent to understand because naturally when you understand you'll reply (laughs) and you'll have a good reply as opposed to or a meaningful reply as opposed to something like Completely off topic, right? That goes back to your mind wandering and multitasking. Yeah, a lot of these things just go hand in hand. Okay, my next point. Don't interrupt. I think 
this is a result of those extra 200 words that we're trying to fill in because the average person can't speak more than 200 words or 250 words a minute. And when we're filling those words, we're thinking things and we want to say those things and we want to spew it out. And that leads to interrupting. But interrupting or interruption, it, does, it doesn't make the other person feel great. It makes them feel like they're not being heard. And people don't generally like that. So in an effort to have a good conversation, let them finish. That's it. And then you add your value. Add your value. But just let them finish. Okay. My next point, (laughs) I don't even know what number we're at. We're just going down the list. Don't make everything about yourself. If somebody's talking about, I don't know, something that they went through, they lost their cat or the dog died, listen to them. Listen, listen, listen. Try and understand what they're feeling. And don't go on a tangent about when your cat died and how you felt when your cat died because it's not about you. Don't equate your experience with theirs let them know that you can relate to what they're saying but don't equate it because it's not the same your time will come but right now it's about them because they're trying to talk about when their cat died you know listen to what they're saying absorb what they're saying and sure bring up when your cat died to tell them that you understand what they're feeling but don't go on a tangent or a rant about how you felt because again it's not about you it's about them and it's about how they feel especially in a moment like this this is when to not make everything about yourself okay next number i don't know five six don't repeat yourself i have had conversations with people and they're telling me the same thing that they told me last week and i'm like oh my goodness You just told me this. Like, I know. And I'm like nodding my head. I'm nodding my head. But it's a waste of my time because you've told me this before. And it's frankly sometimes a little annoying because it's like, I know. Let's move on. You know, tell me something new. And I think when you remember what you have said before, it shows that you've put an effort into recalling the conversation and shows that you care enough to remember what you talked about. It shows that you have put an effort into what you're going to say, and it shows that you do understand and value the other person's time. And I'm sure we're all guilty of it, and don't get me wrong, sometimes we all just slip up, like we all do. We all slip up, we all end up repeating ourselves at some point or another. It's also just us being careless sometimes, and that's fine. I think it's also human nature that we just forget sometimes. There's a lot going on in the world, but don't let it happen all the time and don't let it take over the conversation because also yeah just move on don't repeat yourself try not repeat yourself and try and even catch yourself you know when you find yourself repeating repeating um there have been times where i'm like oh my gosh guess what and then i realized oops i just told you so never mind um i i do it i'm like what's up what's up what's up because i just have nothing more to say But I realize that sometimes silence is also better. Just let it take its course. You know, you don't need to force a conversation either. Okay. And last but not least, I'm just going to say it again. Listen. No man ever listened his way out of his job. I just heard that. And there's so many different things that you hear about listening. We have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Um, There's more. Hold on. 
Show that you respect somebody by listening to them. Most of the successful people I've known are the ones who do more listening than talking. Who is that by? Bernard Baruch? I don't want to butcher his name. Um, what else? Oh, here's another one. This is really good. I really like this one. The word listen contains the same letters as the word silent. Can you let that register? It's literally just a... Oh my gosh, it's just another pattern of the letters. Wow, I never noticed that. Wow. Oh, speaking is silver. Listening is gold. God speaks in silence of the heart. Listening is the beginning of prayer, Mother Teresa. Ooh, most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. Listening is the secret to discover the great stories of the world of whatever, fill it in. The biggest mistake most human beings make. Listening half, understanding quarter, telling double. There's a voice that doesn't use words. Listen. I'm going to leave you with this. People love to talk, but not all of them love to listen. So be the person that somebody can talk to that they can relate to, that they feel understood with, and that they can have a good conversation with, and that they'll come out of that conversation feeling rejuvenated and happy and alive. Okay, uh, have a great rest of your day, have a great rest of your week, and I will see you again next week for another episode. Bye, guys. (laughs)